Peace be unto you, dear beloved. Welcome to this episode of We Are Vessels, where we talk about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Scripture. My name is Olua Bacola Ferreira, and today I have with me our pastor, <laughs> our evangelist and reverend in the making, <laughs> our brother <laughs> Philip <laughs> Oye oh, <yeah>, Daily. <laughs> and before before but Brother Philip starts, I just want to tell you guys that really we all know that our episodes are always amazing because it is God doing his own thing, but he is just using us because we are a vessel. So please kindly subscribe, like video, share, and encourage others to just watch, to join, to join the family. And I pray that as you do so, that God blesses you. Alrighty, we'll be continuing on the series that we started on understanding the Bible. <laughs> All right, good day, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, Hello. good evening, depending on where you're watching and uh -huh. what time you're watching us. All right, mm -hmm. um, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I, I mean, the too. feedback from the last um episode, episode. was so it was so overwhelming. I mean, it, it was just an Did amazing you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today we're just gonna dive straight just mm -hmm. to continue do i need to make a recap of what happened in the last episode no last episode we discussed about understanding context uh -huh. understanding context yeah. and i just want to stretch that discussion further today i have three basic things i want to talk about today and then we're using the book of philippians chapter one and two to okay. illustrate these three basic things mm -hmm. and then the fourth thing will be on the topics of the bible all right so number one when you're reading the gospel when you're reading the bible when you're reading any portion of the scripture at all three things again should come to your mind all right yeah. one who said it mm -hmm. all right now the question of who said it is not about the name of the person is about who the person is the position of this person for instance when you read isaiah know that a prophet is talking when you read um corinthians know that an apostle is talking so it's knowing the so it's not it's not saying paul is paul wrote romans yeah we know paul wrote romans but who is paul Exactly. That is the, the question. Position. Then you now need to know who is the position of the person that is writing in relation to who it was written to. Mm -hmm. So if Paul is written to Timothy, you should know that is a father to a son mm -hmm. writing. That is, his father is writing to his son. So in that context, you will see some element of who he is in his writing. That is, Paul is writing beyond being an apostle, he's writing as a father. When you see Paul writing to the church in Philippians, he's writing as an apostle. At the same time, he's not just writing as an apostle. Mm -hmm. He's not limited to that alone. He's writing as the one who got these people into Christ. He's writing as a father. He's writing as a mentor. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. He's writing to them from several angles. Mm -hmm. So you need to know who said what. The position of this person. Who is this person? What what uh, level of honor will they call? What credibility? Yeah. So you want to answer that first. Like who is this person? Mm -hmm. 
All right? And then the second thing you want to answer is, when was it said? And the question of when was it said is not about time. It's not solely about time. It is about occasion, occurrences. For instance, if you have written an epistle of your, or a portion of the scripture was written during famine, there are things you will see in that scripture that you will not see on the other portion of the scripture that was mm -hmm. written during the time of abundance. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. the season determines the speakings of God. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. God in his speaking is seasonal. So the speakings determines how holy men were inspired and what they write and even how they write. For instance, when you read a portion of, uh, when you see Paul writing when he is in prison, first he comforts the people. Why? Because when it was said, it was, the occasion was that the man who wrote it was in prison. And, and that's why I want to use the book of Philippians. Particularly when Philippians was written, when that epistle was sent to those guys, Paul was in prison. Mm -hmm. So you need to know that there are elements that Paul will put in that writing that wouldn't be, be in other epistles that he wrote when he was not in prison. So you also want to know when was he said? When was he written? What was happening? Mm. For instance, when you read the Acts of Apostles, when you read the early chapters of Acts of Apostles, especially chapter 1, you will see that is the period between, you know, Jesus' resurrection and Jesus' ascension. Some portion of it again, you will see the period between Jesus' ascension and the coming of the Holy Ghost. So the disciples were a bit perturbed. Why? Because of the time. Because of the occurrences of that time. Then when you read further and out of apostles, you see the seed apostles came into a time of temptations. Mm -hmm. They came into a time of um, persecutions. There is a way their writings were at that time. There are emphasis of that time. They came to a time again, a time of division. Mm -hmm. There was a way they handled it. So you must understand the time, the situation, the, situation, the, the event, the occurrences. Mm. And this part of the question also answers why it was written. Usually, those ephesians were written to answer the question that relates to that season, to answer yeah. the question that relates to that time, to answer, you know, questions that might come up around that time. Number three, the last thing. To whom was he said? If Paul wrote to, 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 to the guys at Romans, okay. you would say, oh, he was written to the Romans. Come on. That's not the answer. We are not talking about who. We are talking about their essence, their personality. We are talking about them as a church. We are talking about who they were. When Paul, was, when Paul wrote to the folks at Romans, Paul needed to educate them more about the old man and the new man. That means these people happened to be people who had a lot of questions about the new life in Christ. Most of the portion of scriptures that we use 
to talk about new creation reality, you'll find them either in Romans or in Ephesians. That tells us that the level of that church at that time was a church that was, you know, coming up and they were just trying to understand the life of God. They were trying to understand the nature of God. They were trying to understand how to live in Christ. They were trying to understand yeah. how to how to navigate their ways as new believers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when you read Corinthians, Paul didn't write the way he wrote to Romans in Corinthians. Corinthians was a church where you have spiritual gift. Mm -hmm. Paul said, I acknowledge that in all spiritual giftings and in all knowledge, you guys were not wanting. So when we are talking about to whom was it written? To whom was it said? We're talking about the state of their church, their maturity, their questions, what they were passing through. When you read Corinthians, you'll see at a point, they wrote, Paul said, oh, now I want to answer your question about marriage. So they have a lot of questions about marriage. And they've been asking too. And then, yeah. So that shows us the need of that church. Yes. Yeah. And Paul addresses issue of fornication, issue of adultery, a lot of issues. That's to tell you that even though these people were highly spiritual, there were still issues that they were battling with. Yeah, that tells you the state of that church. That even though this is a church that is manifesting every uh, a very high level of spiritual giftings, mm -hmm. demonstrating the power of God, yet yeah, they had issues that they were battling with. And that is not the church at Philippians. Mm. That is not. So the writing of Paul to these people was different. Why? The personality differs. Their state, their maturity differs. The problem they have differs. Their level in God differs. Mm. So you want to know when you read, especially when you are reading Paul's writing, you want to know this third question, very important. Because Paul wrote to each church according to their need, according to their level. Mm -hmm. It was intentional about it. Yeah, it was so intentional. Mm -hmm. Alright? Three questions we want to ask, uh, answer, right? Mm -hmm. Who wrote it? When was it written? Mm -hmm. Alright? Then to whom was it written? Mm -hmm. Now look at it. Philippians 1. Paul and Timothy, the servant of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi, with the bishops and deacons. That means, number one, the church at Philippi had bishops, plural, and deacons. So we're talking about a large congregation. Mm -hmm. For a congregation to have more than one bishop, they are large. For a congregation to have deacons, they are large. So there is no writing to a small group of people. Okay. That's answered the third question, some part of the third question. He said in verse 3, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, verse 4, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Do you see now? Mm -hmm. These people are people who understand the concept of fellowship. So Paul was writing to them, but it was Usually, if you can understand the first chapter of every Paul's epistle, you will know who the state of that church yeah. you will see there. And where this verse is Yes. Now look at it. Big confidence of this very thing that he, 
which has begun a good work in you, will perform it until the day of Christ. Seven, even as it is meet for me to take this of you all, because I have you in my heart, in as much as both as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, ye all are partakers of my grace. So Paul has stated the second question now. Mm. I'm writing this in my bonds. Yeah. You know, I said earlier that this guy wrote to them in prison. And you should expect that the Philippian church will be concerned that Paul is in prison. Logical. Yeah. Oh, their spiritual father is in prison. So that means certain issues will arise because their spiritual father is in prison. Mm -hmm. So as of the time that Paul was writing to these people, you know the second question, when was he written? When was he said? The time this was written. Paul was in prison. There are issues in the church because Paul was in prison. Verse 8. For God is my record. How greatly I long after you all in my bow in the bowels of Jesus Christ. 9. And this I pray that you love me abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. Listen to the prayer of Paul. That's another way you know the state of that church. Paul was praying for them. That what? In verse 9. That their love may abound. That means this is a church that has love. But Paul is praying for more love. Anytime you are praying for people to love more, it means there are issues that is overwhelming their level of love currently. Mm. Mm. And that is why in answering the second question, I said that Paul was in prison and there were issues in this church. And we'll soon find out what the issues are. Twelve. Emphasis, but I would you should understand, brethren, that the things which happen to me are falling out rather unto the fortress of the gospel. What does that mean? So these guys must have been thinking, ah, why will Paul be in prison? Yeah. Paul is a good man. Paul was trying to say, I want you to see something. Don't look at it as a very bad thing. Guys, there are times you must learn to see the good in the back. Paul was saying that even in this prison, it has led to the fortunes of the gospel. That means, as at the time he was trying to communicate to these people, Paul has had opportunity to be a servant of the gospel even in the prison. Did you get that? Yeah. So we are answering a lot of questions. Let me read 13 and 14. So that my bond in Christ are manifest in all the palace. And in all other places. Paul was saying, I've preached in the palace. Yeah. Guys, I got to do it in the prison. 